0: Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. He is always shining. Good morning. Good morning, Father. 42% of Americans today feel that people of faith, you and I, are part of the problem. This is a daunting number. It is a frightening number, Uh, especially when you consider the fact that there is a pattern of oppression that is building in this country. With the Supreme Court decision that gay marriage is protected under the law and forcing all states to recognize gay marriage. Built into that decision is a uh, an ability to those who wish to persecute the church to paint us as bigots, because the whole issue of government getting involved in marriage in the first place was to prevent mixed marriages between whites whites, in African-Americans. And so therefore, people who were against mixed marriages were bigots, and those laws that prevented people from getting married, the basis of those laws were bigotry. But now, for those of us who insist upon traditional marriage and will not bless a gay marriage, the people who support gay marriage are now have the ability to paint us in the same way that those who were against mixed marriages. In other words, that we are bigots and that we are evil. We, of course, know that this is not true. So, the challenge that Christ puts before us today is going to be ever more difficult, as more and more people view people of faith as part of the problem. And as those people who see us as the problem now have a weaponized government to persecute us for our religious stances. And the challenge that Christ brings before us today is, did you feed me? Did you give me drink? Did you clothe me? Did you visit me? And he equates himself with the very people who belong to that 42%, Who think that we are part of the problem. If you clothe, feed, visit the least of these, you have clothed me, you have fed me, you have visited me. And I will grant that that is a daunting task. But there's another interesting part of that parable that Christ says, tells us. And that is when he divides the people between his left and his right, between the goats and the sheep, and tells one that they have inherited the kingdom and the other that they are condemned to eternal punishment. Both of them ask, when did we do these things? The implication there is that both the righteous and the unrighteous, the sheeps and the goats, did not fully understand who God is. This, of course, was told in a context prior to Christ's crucifixion, resurrection. Uh, this was before the descent of the Holy Spirit of Pentecost. We are at an advantage because we have an access to that knowledge of who God is. And, of course, that knowledge is here in the relationship that exists in worship and in the partaking of his body and his blood. Christ challenges us through the writing of the evangelist John that eternal life is this, knowledge of God. Therefore, if we as Orthodox Christians seek to follow this challenge and to fulfill this challenge of Christ, to feed and to clothe and to visit those who hate us, those who seek to persecute us, those who see us as part of the problem. We are going to have to know who God is, We are going to have to get his strength and his mercy and his love. Because if we depend solely upon our own ability to love, our own ability to forgive, our own ability to have mercy on those who see us as the problem and see us as a group of people that needs to be persecuted, we will fail. It took Christ becoming a human being, enduring torture, enduring crucifixion, one of the most cruel deaths ever conceived of by man, in order to forgive the sins of mankind. How are we as mere human beings going to forgive that 42% who see us as the problem? Without him. So therefore, the first step that we need to take in order to be able to find ourselves at the right hand of God at the judgment seat is to be here, is to worship him, to have him as the center of our lives so that he can give us that strength He can give us the ability to forgive as he forgives, to give us the ability to love as he loves, so that we, when we come face to face with that 42%, we are not seeing them through our eyes, but we are seeing them through God's eyes. We are not loving them with our limited ability to love and to forgive. But we are loving them as God loves them. Because we know God. Because we are in a relationship with God. We have allowed God to enter into our lives through the partaking of the body and blood of Christ. We have asked God through our prayers, through our daily living, through the things that we do on a daily basis, to allow the Holy Spirit to descend upon us, to dwell within us, and to move through us, so that when that 42% is confronted with us, we are not alone, that they will be forced to see not just Christians, not just people, but people who walk with God. The Church places this Scripture today, on what is popularly known as Meat Fair Sunday, but which is more appropriately known as Judgment Sunday, to remind us that the path that we are about to undertake, where we begin to fast, where we get ready for the beginning of Lent, where we get ready for the journey towards the resurrection, that we cannot do these things alone. We must have God in our lives if we expect in any way, shape, or form to succeed. Therefore, we need to be here. And we will have opportunities to be here, to ask God for his strength, his love, his forgiveness. We will have our usual Sunday services. We'll have Orthros. We will have pre liturgies. We will have akathist hymns. We will have opportunities throughout the week to make time for God in our lives. And we need to take advantage of that time or this whole effort on our part to face down this anti-Christian bigotry that is rising and gaining strength in this country, when we try to face it down, we will fail unless we make the time to be in that relationship with God and to allow God to work in and through our lives. We have to be here worshiping him because this is where he is, in the most obvious way. The easiest way for us to see his hand at work is here. The easiest way for us to have him enter our lives is here. Because we can still do those things out there. We have our prayer life. We have that ability to see God's hand working in every aspect of our lives. But that can be so difficult because of all the distractions that we have in the outside world. It can be so difficult because we have those 42% of Americans who are railing against us and distracting us and making it difficult for us. But here, we have the wisdom of the fathers, We have the scripture. We have God himself in the descent of the Holy Spirit and the body of blood of Christ. It is here that it is easiest to allow God to enter into our lives, to allow him to give us that strength and that love and their forgiveness, to walk out into that world, face down those 42%, and love them, and feed them, and clothe them, and visit them. So let us be here. Let us gain God's strength, God's love, God's forgiveness, so that through us, God can transform those 42% into none. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, unto to the ages of ages.